The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one rated sportsbook app. You know why? Because it's American. It's right here and it's reliable. We love it. We love this show. I love this show. It sure as heck makes watching the games even more interesting, entertaining than they already are. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman. Really, truly appreciate those of you that follow us on social media. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. It's Facebook. Even have a YouTube page. You can see what I look like and Steve looks like and Brian looks like. Brian actually has a nice fancy shirt on today. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. When I say Steve, I'm talking Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. That's a super contest. A lot of you are familiar with it. It's at the Westgate Casino out there in Vegas. Steve not only won it twice, he won it back to back. Very impressive at Fezzik Sports. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Good morning. Happy holidays to you, Ross. One more week to walk around, see all the decorations in the neighborhood. Exactly right. So, uh, for we like we do every week. I know a lot of other podcasts don't do this. Uh, we don't care. We think it's important that you know how we did the week before, and that we talk about the lessons we learned or didn't learn, and that you keep us honest with how we're doing for the year. It's very important. So last week was week 16. All of these lines, both for the last week in review, as well as the games we'll pick today, which is all 16 NFL games in week 17, they all come to us. Lines and totals from DraftKings, there's no other sports book we would use. Vikings and Saints, neither one of us had a bet there, Steve. Bucks, Lions... Um, You took the Lions getting nine points for one unit. They lost 47 to seven. Steve, that was one of the worst bets of all time. Congratulations. Misleading final score. The Lions really lost by more than 40. Just atrocious. 
<laughs> um, all right. Niners, Cardinals, we both leaned to the Niners. That was a darn good lean. We should have done it. They won it outright, 20 to 12. Dolphins, Raiders, you went with the over 47 and a half, Steve. It did not look like you were going to get there until late, late in that game, my friend. But you cashed those two units. Well done. Yeah, and a lot of the uh, media are criticizing Gruden for taking the playing for the field goal at the end of the game, which was absolutely – he did that beautifully. The screw-up was when he did everything wrong after with 19 seconds left. So stop criticizing a coach for doing the right thing, you media guys. Uh, it's just ridiculous. He did do the right thing. What I mean, you got to get the field goal there. I mean, what are you talking about? Exactly. Not. I mean, we can't even have a conversation. There's there's experts out there because they lost talking about how Gruden was a, made bad coaching decisions to not get the touchdown. Stupid. Um, all right. Falcons Chiefs. My first bet last week. I put a unit on the Falcons getting eleven. Man, they should have won the game. I mean, A.J. Terrell drops interception at the end of the game in the end zone. Mahomes makes them pay. Chiefs win 17-14, but that was a unit for me. Browns, Jets, we had nothing. Eileen Browns, glad it was only a lean. Giants, Ravens. Man, I thought the Giants would be able to hang with the Ravens. I put a unit on it. That was 27-13. The Ravens won. I was getting 10 and a half. And, Steve, it really wasn't even as close as that score indicates. Yeah, Baltimore had the ball on the one-yard line to end the game, so could easily have won by 21. Daniel Jones has had one carry his last two games. Year-to-date, he'd been averaging five carries. When he is not a threat to run, he is not the same quarterback. Bears-Jags, we didn't have anything. Colts-Steelers, we went head-to-head. The Colts were laying one-and-a-half. The Colts, I put two units on the Colts. You put one unit on the Steelers. Now, in fairness, you got the much better of the number because the Colts put Braden Smith on the COVID list, their right tackle. Then Anthony Costanzo shockingly can't play in the game. And their number three tackle was already out. So that was what they say very unfortunate for me. However, Steve... It didn't matter. The Colts were still up 24 to 7. I was feeling great about that two unit bet. Great about laying the point and a half 24 7. It looked like the Steelers still stunk. The Colts were good. I was almost, I was ready to cash that two unit, Steve. That that comeback by the Steelers hurt. Yeah, and the Colts. Early in the year, the defense was really good, and it has absolutely regressed mightily. And when the Steelers failed midway through the third quarter on the goal line and the Colts had the ball up 17, you might have expected the Steelers to go ahead and say, well, it's not our day. A lot of character from these Steelers. Next two games were both teaser bets for me. Bengals, Texans, and Panthers, Carolina. I had teased Carolina up to plus eight and a half. They won the game outright. And then the Bengals, Texans, I had teased the Texans down to minus two and a half. They lost. They lost to the Bengals. They gave up over 500 yards to the Bengals. So what that means is 
the two-unit, two-team teaser Raiders-Panthers cash for me. That was good. The two-unit, two-team teaser that you and I both had, Steve, Bears down to minus one and a half, Texans down to minus two and a half. It lost. The Texans blew that for us, so they blew a best bet and cost us both two units there. I'm not happy with the Texans right now, Steve. Yeah, I think Texans have made history. This is the first time I can remember a team at a top five quarterback, which they do in Watson, and they're going to win at most five games. The only other examples I can think of is Drew Brees had a couple teams that won seven games. If you have a really good quarterback, it's a lock that you're going to win seven games unless you're the Houston Texans. That's an incredible story, Steve. That's a great, great point by you. Uh, next game, Broncos, Chargers. I put a unit on the Broncos getting three and a half. That hook was important to me. I'm glad because they lost by three, Steve. Yeah, Chargers, the rare six and nine team, still playing excited for their coach. Anthony Lynn want him to be back, it appears. And the Chargers, who are the masters at losing the close game, three straight close wins last three weeks. Isn't that crazy? They're not going to keep him. They're not going to bring him back, are they? Uh, we're going to have discussion now. What, what would you put the line on it? I'd say it's close to pick them if they win one more game. And they're playing a Chiefs team that's not playing their starters. Wow. Unbelievable. It really is. Okay. Let's keep it moving. Again, all these lines from DraftKings. You guys know it. If you listen to this show, make sure you're on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you use our code Tucker. That is the key. Or is it Ross? I got to look that up real quick. That's kind of important. The code is Ross. And by the way, they have awesome 100 to 1 odds on the college football playoffs this week. 100 to 1 odds. Put a dollar on Bama. Just make sure you use the promo code Ross when you get in on that. All right, Steve. Let's get to Rams Seahawks. Seahawks were laying two. I had the Rams. Wow, they lost 20 to 9. Very disappointing interception by Jared Goff. Very disappointing goal line stand. What are you going to do? Cowboys, Packers, we both leaned Eagles. I'm sorry, Cowboys, Eagles, we both leaned Eagles. Wow, that was something. Uh, they ended up losing by 20. Titans, Packers. Wow. I was not expecting that, Steve. I got to be honest with you. I, I thought the snow would help the Titans. Derrick Henry, run the football, getting three and a half points, two units Titans. They lost 40 to 14, Steve. Yeah, team from Tennessee going into Lambeau. Didn't look like they had the right cleats, did it? So all night long, Titans were struggling to get their footing. I think that had a lot to do with it. Bills, Patriots, Monday night football. If you remember, Steve, I really like the Bills here. I laid six and a half. I thought the Bills have been waiting a long time for this. They're going to smoke the Patriots. That's exactly what happened. That one felt good. I was at that game, Steve. So make, especially since I was four units down going into that game, made me feel real good that the Bills, my Bills came through for me. Yeah, and the effort level of the Patriots, you really had to question. Once the game got away from them, it was close for a little while. Cam, a tremendous run to get it into the end zone. But uh, bottom line is Patriots can't throw the ball at all. If you're one-dimensional in the NFL, you're not going to be able to score. 
Wrapping it up, Steve. Uh, for the week, I was minus two. You were dead even. You were dead even on your six units that you put out there. Year to date, I am up 13 units. You are up two units. So we're at least we're still not losing people money. Uh, our best bets, 20 and 20. Mm-hmm. Dead even at 50% on our best bets. Not our best year on our best bets. That is for sure. But we are up year to date. Let's do it. Week 17 in the NFL. All right, Ross, let's start with you. Uh, the first game is the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants. Cowboys laying three points with a total of 45. Right. I don't think the Giants are playing very well right now. And I think the Cowboys are playing really well. I was impressed by them against the Eagles. I think Andy Dalton's playing better than any quarterback in the NFC East right now. I'm putting two units. I don't love that it's exactly three points, but I'm putting two units on the Cowboys laying the three points. We are going to go opposite. I'm going two units on the Giants, and it's all about fading the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have been enormously fortunate the last three weeks. They're plus nine in turnovers while they're beating the Eagles, while they're beating the Bengals, so uh, they, and the 49ers. So three losing teams, three mega good turnover games. I refuse to buy into the fact that the Cowboys are suddenly good, and I expect Daniel Jones to be getting a little healthier off of his injuries. This look-ahead line was Giants minus three. Now I'm getting three. I'll take it, Giants. All right, Steve. The Cleveland Browns are 10-point favorites at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Total is 42. So four-point downgrade going to Mason Rudolph versus Big Ben. And then the question is just how much more of a downgrade for all the other Steelers that are going to get rested. My gut says Cleveland wins easily. I'll lean Browns. Do you think that there's more opportunity in Week 17, Steve, or more stay away with games like this? More opportunity, with especially with player props and the like, and being able to identify certain situations. The uh, if you're if you have laser-like focus and you're paying attention, whenever the lines are really moving, then there's more opportunity. What about though? Like, do you have to wait until Sunday for some of these? Well, I think you got to anticipate what's going to happen. Just as an example, you could add Cleveland my six and a half earlier in the week. So I'm saying that, but I, I don't have that focus yet. I didn't get a piece of that bet, but I certainly know people that did. Yeah, I'm going to put one unit on Pittsburgh getting 10 points. I think Mason Rudolph's going to come out and play well. I think he is supremely motivated. Brown still having COVID issues. I like the Steelers plus the 10, one unit. All right, Ross, the Jets and Patriots. New England is laying three points at home with a total of 39. Ooh, mine says three and a half here on DraftKings. What are you seeing, Steve? I see no line on DraftKings, and I see threes pretty much across the board. That is so interesting. Is is the line sometimes different, Steve, based on where you live? It is certainly possible, yes. That that is fascinating to me. Um, I'm I'm calling the line three and a half because that's what I'm seeing. I'll take a screenshot of it. <laughs> We're calling the line three and a half, and I'm putting two units on the Jets getting in the three and a half. I'm staring at DraftKings right now, 
and it's Jets plus three and a half, and I'm taking I think the Jets have a great chance to win this game outright. They've got some momentum, and the Patriots are in a bad way. Two units, New York Jets plus the three and a half. So the Jets have gotten two wins, but they certainly were in really good spots. The Rams flat as a pancake. And, uh, of course, we get to see the uh, the Jets got, took advantage of Cleveland not having their wide receivers. However, the Jets did outplay New England the first time they, these guys played. So I could certainly see them saying, you know what? Even when we were playing bad, we should have beaten these Patriots. I'll pass the game. All right, Steve, the next game, it's the Minnesota Vikings. They are laying six points at the Detroit Lions. Total in this one is 54. Don't know if Matthew Stafford is going to play, be a three and a half point downgrade to Chase Daniel. Uh, obviously, the disruption with all the coaches catching COVID and having um, the that week last week where they were complete and utter no-show. I'm going to pass the game. So the issue is Dalvin Cook won't play in the game because – he, um, his dad passed away. So that's why this line has moved. Um, I, there's a lot of uncertainty with what the Lions are going to do, in particular what Matthew Stafford's going to do. But I, I, that Vikings passing game, you can count on it. And the Lions just got shredded. So I'll go one unit, Minnesota, laying the six points. Ross, the Atlanta Falcons are getting six points at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a total of 50. In fact, by the way, I'm, I'm going back, Brian. I'm putting two units on it. Two units on the Vikings. Make sure Sean Grady, our, our awesome Australian, Sean Grady, make sure you uh, put me down for two units, Vikings, minus the six. What do you got, Brian? Falcons and Bucks. Uh, once again, Falcons uh, getting the six points at Tampa Bay, total 50. Yeah, I I got to uh, I gotta pass this game. At this point, I'm kind of going back and forth. The Bucks have looked awesome, but Atlanta has really – I mean, they should have beat the Chiefs. So I just don't know what to expect. I'm passing. Yeah, I think Atlanta had an all-in strong effort against Kansas City. I got to tell you, it seemed like when these teams just played two weeks ago, the Bucks were down 17 nothing and a half, and then they said, forget this running. We're just going to go ahead and throw with great success. And I think we're going to see more of what we saw in the second half of that first meeting. I'm on Tampa, two units minus six. Steve, the Baltimore Ravens are laying 13 points on the road at Cincinnati. The total in this one is 44. So the Ravens, the book on them is they are certainly a bully when they're a big favorite, they tend to win big. And frankly, this team is playing very well recently with four straight wins, including that game of the year win at Cleveland. But their other wins were blowout wins. I will lean to Baltimore. I don't want to lay 13, though. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati's playing too well right now for me to lay 13 against them. I think the Ravens probably cover. I'll lean Baltimore, but I don't want to lay 13 against Cincinnati the way they're playing. What I do like in this game is the over 44 and a half. The Bengals defense is terrible, and I think the Ravens put up a bunch of points, and I think the Bengals' offense has actually been decent. You know, Brandon Allen, they had 500-some yards against the Texans. So over 44 and a half, two units for me. 
Next game, Ross, the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Bills laying one point. Total is 44. Too much uncertainty here. Too much uncertainty as to when they're going to go ahead and put Tua uh, Fitzpatrick in the game. A little too much uncertainty on the Bills and how they play their guys. Um, I do like Miami, though, as a possible teaser leg. You said Miami's getting one and a half, right, Bri? I'm showing one. One. All right, well, that's an interesting teaser leg to tease them up to plus seven potentially, but I'm going to pass. I would lean um, I would lean Buffalo. I think they want to keep the momentum going. Ross, has Tua been announced as a starter? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm on Buffalo, two units. I don't get this line at all. Um, I understand a savvy team that's been to the playoffs year after year. Maybe they say, you know what, whether I'm the two seed or the three or the four, really doesn't matter this year, and I might rest my starters. But Buffalo, this is a historically good year. Buffalo's as good as they've been in 20 years. And I think they're eager to get even another win and finish the year 13-3. and three. I got a quarterback from Hawaii that played in, at Alabama that now is going to go to rain and sleet and snow in the 30 degrees in the wintertime. And frankly, he doesn't look 100% and he hasn't been playing well anyways. And I got a Buffalo team playing as well as any team in the NFL. I'll lay the one, Bills two units. All right, Steve, the Jacksonville Jaguars are getting 14 points at the Indianapolis Colts. Total is 49. All right, so I'm going on Jacksonville this week. I think a fundamental change throughout the organization, you had to question, do they have any motivation to win against the Bears? Well, now they've got the number one pick. So there's no reason we won't see a good effort from Jacksonville against a team whose defense is leaking oil and a team that's probably going to be scoreboard watching in the second half and maybe lose their focus. Jacksonville gets in the back door, two units, Jaguars. Wow. That's interesting, Steve. Very interesting. Um, I think I'm with you. I, I think I'm with you. Just one unit for me. I've got Jacksonville plus the 14. I think Glennon comes out. He's trying to play for a job for next year. I don't like that James Robinson isn't going to play, but I'll take I'll take the Jaguars as well. Plus 14, only one unit. It's a best bet. The best bet. The next game, Ross, it's the Packers and the Bears. Uh, Packers at the Bears, I should say. And Green Bay is laying five points in this one. Total is 52. Going back and forth on this one quite a bit. Um, there are times when I've thought Packers, times when I've thought Bears. I'll just lean Packers. I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers giving up that number one seed and that buy. I don't have a ton of faith in Trubisky in a big spot. But the Bears have just been playing really well lately. So it's just a lean to Green Bay for me. You know, the Bears have been playing very well, but they've had really good situations as well. They got Houston without all their wide receivers in the cold. They got Jacksonville when Jacksonville had incentive to lose. And you nailed it, Ross. Critical that Green Bay gets the number one seed. There's a lot of warm weather teams that are contenders in the NFC. You want to play at home against the Tampa Bays and the like, against the New Orleans. So because of that, I would lean to Green Bay. 
All right, Steve, the Tennessee Titans are seven-point favorites on the road in Houston against the Texans. Total is 56. So I don't know what's going on with Watson with his injured hand, whether he's going to play or not. Without that knowledge, I'm going to go ahead and pass this game. It sounds like he is going to play, um, but I'm going to tease the Titans down. I mean, Watson might be able to cover, might be able to play okay. They're not winning this game. So I am teasing the Titans down from, you said seven and a half, right, Brian? Uh, seven. Oh, okay. Um, well, then I, won't, then I won't tease them down. I thought it was seven and a half. So then I, I won't tease them down. I'll just, I'll just pass this game. I'd probably lean Tennessee. All right, then the next game, it's the Saints, who are six-point favorites on the road at the Panthers, 47 are total. Yeah, this is a – I don't like this game. Um, I, I kind of like the Saints. I would lean to the Saints. But the Panthers have a way of hanging around. And six and a half is too many for me uh, against the Panthers squad that will hang around. So some questionable motivation in that the Saints can get the number one seed, but they only have about a 20% chance to do to have the opportunity because they need Green Bay to lose and they need Seattle to win. So they'll be distracted and wondering, is it worth it, the one in five chance to go all in in this game? I'll say this, Carolina, team with brand new coaching staff, brand new quarterback, so much turnover in the roster. And we talked about early in the year, this was a team we might look to play later in the year. Well, Carolina's 4-1 and one against the spread, playing their best football. I could only look towards Carolina, lean Carolina. All right, Steve, the Chargers and the Chiefs, where the Chargers, three-point favorites with a total of 44. Obviously, Chiefs arresting everybody. Yeah, so I'll lean to the Chargers in this game. I think the team is very excited. They finally figured out how to win close games. Um, but the market is well aware of the fact that Kansas City may well just mail this game in completely. I would lay three or less. I'm not laying three and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I think Chad Henney's gonna go out and play well. I, I think even the Chiefs, they look. There's only so many guys they can they can sit right. Like there's only so many guys that they can't play in the game, and even their other receivers like Pringle and Hardman. Demarcus Robinson, they're good. And I think Chad Henney's going to go out and play pretty well. I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs win the game. But I think I like the number. I like getting the three and a half. Two units on the Chiefs getting the three and a half points from the Chargers. Uh, next game, Ross, Seattle and San Francisco. Uh, the Seahawks laying five points with a total of 46. So um, kind of going back and forth on this one as well. Seahawks obviously still have an outside shot at the number one seed. San Francisco, been pretty good against divisional opponents. Really good against divisional opponents. This would be a lean to San Francisco for me because there's a chance, depending on what happens in Green Bay and in New Orleans, in those games that Pete Carroll starts to pull guys. So I am going to just pass this game. It's a lean San Francisco. I'm going to go ahead and play San Francisco for two units. I think that the 49ers are undervalued. Their underlying stats are good. If you look at the performance on the scoreboard, it doesn't look good recently, but wowza, turnovers, 
Washington, minus two. Dallas, minus four. Even last week, if you look at a pure stats, yards per play, they crushed Arizona. And so in those games, the scoreboard is not painting the same picture as the underlying performance of how well the Niners are playing. Um, I am worried about the Niners have been in Arizona forever and they grinched Christmas, didn't have one. Does a team rally for one last effort or are they just upset about the fact that this has been the worst December of their lives? I'm still going to look at the, at, uh, the Niners here. Just one unit. Make one unit on the Niners. All right, Steve. Uh, Vegas at Denver. Uh, the Raiders, two-point favorites. Total is 50. Really surprised that the Raiders are actually laying here. I uh, don't trust Denver's secondary at all, though. The Raiders certainly are going to be able to put up points. I'm not sure Denver can keep up with them. I'll still lean with Denver, though. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tease the Broncos up to plus eight. Um, I think Denver. One thing they do do is they keep games close. So I'm gonna tease the Broncos up to plus eight, and I'm gonna do that with the Philadelphia Eagles. So Eagles are getting two points. Is that what you have, Bry? Eagles. I'm showing one and a half. All right. Um, this is really annoying me, by the way, Steve. This different lines on on different on DraftKings based on where you are right now, but whatever. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, Denver plus the two up to plus eight, and I'll go Philadelphia plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half. Two unit, two team teaser. Broncos up to eight. Eagles up to one and uh, seven and a half. All right, the next game, it's the Cardinals and the Rams, where I'm not showing any total on this one, but we do have the Cardinals uh, minus one, Ross. Yeah, um, I like the Cardinals a lot. Cooper Cup on the COVID list. He tested positive. He's out for the game. Golf out for the game. Kyler Murray scheduled to practice today. Give me two units on the Arizona Cardinals laying the one point. Yeah, sure sounds right to me. I will agree with Ross's analysis. You know what? We don't trust Goff, but um, his backup, uh, Wolford, is uh, – I am rated as my, my worst backup quarterback in the NFL. So if um, Murray can play it all, Arizona should be able to win the game. Arizona, two units. All right, in the final game, Steve, it's Sunday Night Football, the Washington football team. Uh, they are laying one and a half points against the Eagles in Philadelphia with a total of 43 and a half. Yeah, very interesting. So Philly against the Cowboys. Andy Dalton hasn't thrown for more than eight yards per pass play all year long. He got almost 13 against that Philly secondary or what's left of it. So given that, I cannot trust the Eagles at all. But um, if Alex Smith can't go, you've got a totally unproven Heineke, who frankly did look good in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's going to keep me off the Eagles. I'll pass. Yeah, I already mentioned it. I am teasing the Eagles up to plus seven and a half. I think Sunday night football, everybody watching. I don't think the Eagles want to have the Washington football team win the division on their field. I don't know if they'll get it done and win the game, but I do think it'll be a close game. Give me Philadelphia teased up and by the way that Arizona Cardinals that is officially a best bet so we had best bets on the Jaguars and the Arizona Cardinals we went head to head on Dallas 
and the New York Giants. That'll do it for week number 17 in the NFL here on the Even Money Podcast. Don't forget, we'll be with you all the way through the playoffs every step. And by the way, playoffs, there'll be less games to break down. So we'll be able to get to some of your questions. Still have questions from guys like Bill and Andy, as well as Todd, that we haven't been able to get to during the season. We will rectify that starting next week. Other than that, we're done. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money this weekend. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.